Welcome back to the Mailin Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from my dining room in my home in Austin, Texas. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Sally DeFries. What's up, Sal? What's up, Dill? Just watched those Thunderbirds fly by. You know, um, I'm, I don't want to talk about it, really, because I went over... So Parks is at his mom's today. Uh-huh. I went over there so we could watch it together. I would like to, you know, be there with my son as he watched fighter jets fly over his head. We were standing on, I guess, the wrong side of her apartment building. And so they flew over us, like right behind. We could, just out of our view, we heard them. Yeah. It sounded like they were right on top of us. It sounded cool as hell. We missed him. And he was crushed and uh, it, it upset me. Uh-huh. It was pretty, pretty disappointing. Um, what, what, happened, what happened to Will? <laughs> Rosie is uh, sitting on the couch behind us, and she's got her shock uh-huh. collar on in case she misbehaves. And Will <clears throat> got up to go find it, and I've had it in my hand. Ah. Yeah. Misbehaving. Speaking of puppies, how's Stella? She's killing it. She's killing yeah, I was it. talking to Will about her. She's sleeping through the night, leash training. She's making progress there. Nice. Having very few accidents inside now. She has like Good. one every other day. Um, but she, even, even then it's, it's kind of my fault. Cause she, she does let me know. She goes and hangs out by the door. Like she needs to go out Yeah. and I, I didn't pick up on it fast enough. So it's kind of on me too, but she's, she's doing great. I want her and Rosie to meet. Yeah, they, they will. We'll get plenty of time together. The neighbors are obsessed with her. Yeah. Taking her on little walks around, around the house and, uh, getting stopped by a lot of people. It's been fun. She's good. Well, we need to have a little quarantine hang. Oh, do, dude, bring it. Didn't know that the uh, theme song was playing in the background. I think Will just wanted us to, to know that it was time for his uh, his did. intro. Yeah, we got we got Will on the board today. What's up? I'm not going to lie. I had a really high energy intro, but I feel like because I messed up the audio before that, I can't really do what I was going to originally call myself. What? So I will refrain from calling myself Recordy D today, and I'll save that for next time I produce this. Recordy D? Yeah. At Will DeFreeze on okay. Instagram. That that sound clip will it'll never not Perfect. make me laugh. I don't know why. It's so good. Oh, well, I'm sorry about uh, the homie not being yeah. able to see, see the stuff, guys. We saw it. We had a great view actually, and Micah and I, it well, Will and Micah and I were all outside, and I was like trying to tell where it was coming from, and so I was looking at the fly path, and then Micah was like following along on Twitter. And we literally, as Michael was like, they're in Oak Hill. And I was like, okay, they're going to, they'll be coming from the West. Like we need to look over that way. And he's like looking down at his phone and I hear him and I was like, look up. And they were like right there. It's just insane that they, people were pumped and fly that close to each other. You know, there were only four of us out there, but we were all psyched up in that dog park, just going crazy together. Yeah. Uh, I know those, those pilots know what they're doing, obviously, but it always makes me nervous when they fly so close together. I mean, one little, one little, I don't know what the, it's not a steering wheel, obviously, one little jerk of the, the, the joystick or whatever, it, it, it could be over. It's, it makes me nervous. Have man. you seen, have you seen the video that they had from uh, Detroit a couple days ago? No. From inside the cockpit? Yeah, from inside the cockpit. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it just like, it, it's, it's insane. It scares the shit out of me every single time I see it. They're like... They're like 20, 30 feet apart. Nothing but respect Going, for them. You know what? However fast, like, however fast they go. Is the new Top Gun movie to come out. Mm-hmm. 
Like real bad. Top Gun was on TV the other day and I was watching and I was like, this movie is so badass in the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah. I'm just as excited for that movie to come out as I probably have been for any movie ever, I think. I'm I'm just torqued for that. Me too. I can't wait. Too bad they had to push it back, but I get it. I mean, they should just release it and let us stream it, honestly, at this point. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They won't do that. Movie theaters movie theaters are are dying anyway. I want to see that in theaters though. I don't (laughs) want to stream that. I do too. Yeah, I do too. So, uh, yeah, I, I understand the want to see it and get it streamed, but your boy really wants to see that, if if possible, in IMAX. Oh, that'd be cool. Maybe that's why they're waiting. I thought you didn't like IMAX. I thought it made you sick. I don't like 3D movies because it makes me ill. 3D I'm out on 3D, too. Dude, they're it doesn't sick. do anything for me. No, it does nothing for me except for give me a headache and make me feel kind of nauseated. So, I don't... I, I like seeing movies in IMAX, but... We went to like IMAX 3D and it's just too much. It's like really coming at your face. I don't know. Sally and I saw pandas in IMAX. And I will say, I think we were the oldest people there. Besides, like We were the oldest uh-huh. people there without kids. Let's put it that way. IMAX is cool. I get a, a little case of vertigo, just a, a tinge of yes. vertigo. Yeah, especially if, it, if there's a scene of like a helicopter flying over a city or a cliff or something. I, I get little queasy i get weird about how steep the imax theater is yeah yeah it's just a lot it's a lot to take in uh i think when we saw pandas too i also won a panda uh raffle where i got a panda hat Mm -hmm. it was pretty tight that was a bad look for us too as the oldest people as the oldest people without kids there (laughs) winning the contest (laughs) and us getting like a stuffed animal panda was not exactly like great it's like that's like catching a foul ball at, a, at an MLB game and not giving it to the kid next to you. You just got to right. pass that thing I, off. I, <laughs> I didn't give it to anybody because I gave it to my nieces. But I, okay. I probably should have given it to one of the kids there. They were like, and the the ultimate winner, it was one of those hats, you know, where it's like the panda's head and then there's like straps coming down and there's paws and you can put your hands in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like they had the bear ones for a while. It's like girls wear them to like ACL and stuff. Yeah. It's really lame. And no. literally they were like, the biggest prize today is this hat. And then I won it. <laughs> you wore it out of there. And I, yeah, I did. It was tight. Oh, oh man. Well, let's get down to business. We have, uh, we have seven questions today. Before we get to them, however, let's get the hotline number out of the way. 888-362-MAIL, M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. You can also write in if you prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Mailin Podcast. All topics are on the table. Uh, questions have been getting a little bit light lately, um, so pick it up. This this thing's going to be as good as the questions that you guys send in, so uh, bring it this next week. But we got some good ones for this week. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, two of the questions are voicemails. The first one is an email, however. Will... Take it away if you don't mind, sir. Let's do it. What's up, Dylan, Sally, and Will? My fiance and I's wedding was supposed to be May 16th, but was postponed due to COVID-19. I would like to do something nice for her on that day, but due to social distancing and quarantine, my options are limited. What ideas do y'all have that I could do? Appreciate the help and keep up the good work. Uh, first of all, props to you for thinking to do something on this day that should have been or supposed to be a special day for you guys. Um yeah, no, let's do no, you guys no answer this after I do. I, I, 
there's not not a whole lot you can do, obviously, but I don't know, maybe like uh, order in from her favorite restaurant and like set it up all nice and, and get a, a nice bottle of wine and all that stuff. I don't really know. I'm not super creative when it comes to stuff like this. So hopefully you guys can can pick me up here. I think um, a couple things. One, Will, I hope you are taking notes because even though we got married and it had nothing to do with COVID, I still kind of feel like we should do something on August 8th. Okay, but noted. Anyway, uh, like you said, Dylan, like order in from one of your favorite restaurants, set it up like a date, like put out a candle, get champagne flutes, get a nice bottle of champagne, Act like you're at a restaurant. I flowers. Saw, yeah, flowers. I saw someone <laughs> the other day on uh, Instagram. It was actually Devin Brugman. Like, pretended they were at a restaurant and put, like, a reserved sign on the table and, like, had drinks. So do something like that. Like, make it like a date. But then I also think if it was supposed to be your wedding day, maybe organizing, like, a Zoom call with your wedding party just for, like, a toast Ooh, good call. And so that they like, you know, because they wanted to celebrate with you. You asked them to be in the wedding, maybe get your parents involved and just like say, hey, we're all going to hop on Zoom at whatever time, probably before dinner happens and like have a toast like it's going to be your wedding and then and then have a nice date. That's a good idea. I think you. I think you crushed that. And that's that can be the surprise because you can't you can't surprise her by setting up dinner because I assume you guys live together. Right. If you're quarantined say, together. Yeah. If you've okay. seen anybody, like do whatever you can to like try to like have her go on a walk with one of her friends right. or like something and just yeah. get her out of the house. Cause it's not like she's going to be working even if she's working at home on a Saturday, probably. So you got to yeah. make her go on a walk, set it up, get the zoom going, toast, yeah. dinner. Killer dinner. idea. And instruct everyone on the zoom call to have some kind of drink in their hands so y'all can do a toast and all that yeah make everybody make everybody dress up or something too not like totally dress up but like just like look nicer than just like what i'm wearing and i hope you listen to this because by the time it comes out you're gonna have about two days to organize so good luck (laughs) yeah yeah if you want us to hop on the zoom call and toast you let us know i'll because people keep inviting us to their weddings i can attend this one via zoom so We'll, we'll toast Be careful, you. Sally. I feel like I said that and both of you were like, I'm not doing that. But, but I mean, we, I have a lot of Zoom obligations in my future, so I have to be selective right now. Okay. Actually, there's a, there's a voicemail in a little bit that talks about us getting invited to an Austin wedding that we did not follow through on or follow up with, actually. But we'll, we'll get to that we'll in time. That. Um, Will might have some explaining to do on this one. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Really? Okay. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. Sorry. Are, are we done with this question? Yeah. Yeah, let's I start Raycon. God, you, you were just throwing some shade at me there, dude. I'm sorry. Get that noise out of here. But get the noise from Raycon in here. Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want to listen. You want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, and not what like your roommates, neighbors, whoever else is around you are listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundred dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon earbuds started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands. You know, your boy, and I think Dylan as well, have been rocking the everyday 
E25 earbuds. They're the best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit. Dylan, have you been using these as much as I've been using mine, which is pretty much daily? Uh, it's, it's actually very suitable that they're called the everyday because I've been wearing them every day. Mm-hmm. They have become my official workout headphones. Um, I, I'm running every day in these things. I absolutely love them. Uh, doing workouts at the crib with them in. They're, they're killer, man. There's a lot of people out there who are worried about getting earbuds because they're worried that they're not going to fit in their ears. Well, I got news for you. These guys have a bunch of attachments that they will include with your earbuds so that they fit every ear that you have. I mean, I don't know. Not Maybe not every ear, but a vast array of ears. So, There's not an ear out there that they don't have a fitting for. Yeah. I'm telling you. They, all sizes and shapes covered. They're, they're, they're comfortable. They're great for working out, podcasts, conference calls, whatever you need. Uh, so, yeah, now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash randy that's by raycon.com slash randy for 15 percent off raycon wireless earbuds by raycon.com slash randy you guys ready for this next question we are let's do it hi dylan sally and will i'm absolutely steaming on this a guy i was talking to for the last month asked me how many guys i've slept with i told him it wasn't any of his business and he ended up blocking me on snap retracted his follow requests on Facebook and Instagram and blocked me on Facebook and Instagram, even though I don't follow him. Is that a, is that question fair game? This is aggressive. Uh, first of all, this guy is a child, extremely immature to uh, react that way. First of all, so good riddance. Don't, don't take whatever this guy does personally, because this guy's a child. Yeah. Um, having said that, I don't know. I would like for y'all to answer this because I don't know if this question is fair game or not. It, it's a little forward. Well, actually, it's a very forward. Um, I don't know if it's a fair thing to ask someone you're getting involved with, though. What do y'all think? I think this is a fair question for someone you're dating. Just because, like, I, I think it's a fair question. You can't get totally offended if it's somebody that you're dating. But somebody that you're talking to who reacts like this clearly has some issues like some probably some major jealousy like protective right luke p stuff boundary issues so yeah Yeah. good thing for you that this guy showed us true colors quickly i also think like if someone asks you and you say like i don't know it's not really any of your business if they are asking the question then they should also be aware like they have to be happy with whatever answer you give them whether it's zero to a thousand like they're the ones who are wondering so it's like they can't be judgmental for asking you the question i mean even though the place is probably coming from a place yeah. of judgmental but i also think, I think like, a lot of people avoid asking this question because they don't want to know the answer right like, kind of out of sight out of mind so if you do ask this question like you said i think you nailed it you need to be accepting of whatever you hear right because you kind of You put them in a weird spot by having to answer it. I don't, I mean, I think that's a really personal question. I don't really care if people know, but I, um, I can see why she felt it as personal and didn't want to say anything. But I, I think if I was dating somebody and I'm talking like at least six months into dating, we're going to say, I love you. Like I probably want to know how many people you slept with, but like talking for just a month, I don't need to know, nor do I care. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, I feel yeah. like once it gets a little more serious is when you start asking about exes and things like that. That's when things get real dicey. Yeah, well, no, a month in, it, it's too early, I think. It's way too early. If, if a girl asked me that a month in, I would be, I don't, I'd be like, not, a, I don't want to say I'd be offended, but I'd just kind of be like, why, like, why are you asking me this already? Like, this seems like a conversation that we should yeah. not be having a month in, especially like during quarantine. Yeah. If someone's going to ask me that question, they, they better, like, we better be tight. We better know <laughs> each other really well and be, and feel comfortable exchanging that level of personal information with each other. I don't think um, I'd feel comfortable if, even asking well, that question to somebody. I don't even know if I've ever asked somebody straight up, like, that question because I don't know if I care for one. And I also don't know if I want to know the answers to those things. Like and like, you never, you never asked me. No, I guess not. Yeah. Like I don't, I, it's not really my, I don't know. I've, I've never thought of it as something that I need to know about somebody, but I agree with this. I agree with everything Sally said though. Like you have to be happy with the answer. And yeah, I think she's totally right, but it's just like, it's kind of to each their own. I can't believe the, psychoticness of this dude like yeah this guy's a child that yeah. that is like oh god you Who's dodged a bullet why like, are these two adding each other on facebook and stuff are people still doing that at our age apparently they're still on Snapchat <laughs> that's too. another good question like snapchat too like what just just do the ig thing it doesn't matter and if she sent if she sent him a request on instagram obviously that means he was private so what's the point of blocking someone just don't accept them and they can't see your <laughs> shit like this guy's going to the next level of of immaturity when it's just super right. unnecessary. No, he's out. He's a psycho. He needs to know how many people he's been with. God. Yeah, it, it's a four. I don't think I've ever asked that question to anybody either. Now that now that I think about it, it's just you know, it's your past is your past, and I don't really. It doesn't really matter that much to me. So. Yeah, that's fair. I think so. Let's uh, do a voicemail, Will. Voicemail time, baby. Um, I clicked out of the voicemails. Here we go. All right, get ready. Guys, what the hell? We invited you to our wedding in downtown Austin last year. I emailed you, Will, with all the details, and you never emailed me back. So, okay, moving on. Wow. I do have a question for you. My husband and I obviously got married last year. We're both 28, and we constantly get asked about when we're going to have kids. That's not in the cards for us right now. I'm sure you guys get asked that all the time. So what's the best way to respond to it without being super awkward? Thanks. Bye. Will, do you recall getting this email, reading this email? Um, I, I don't know. You um, don't know if you recall? I, I will say this. I read every email that's in my inbox, but unfortunately, a lot of the times, if I don't respond to it immediately, it's in one ear or out the other. And so if this did happen, which I'm sure it did because she sounds like she's an honest person, I sincerely apologize, and I wish that we would have made that happen. Um, I, talked, I'm so sorry. We talked a big game about going about going to Austin weddings, man, and we we uh, we totally dropped the ball. Yeah, but you gotta um, you gotta dine us. I need a paper invite. I want to know that you mean it. We okay. the only paper invite we've gotten was to the one in the I believe is the Dominican Republic. Yeah, yeah, that one. Right. And we just couldn't swing it, you know. We we just couldn't we couldn't make time for that one. Um, but it's the offer, it, the offer still stands. Like I would love to, I would love to, uh, take somebody up on this if it were I in Austin this. or if they were, if they were footing the bill for, you know, Dude, room and board. How confused would the people that were sitting with be? Like, so how do you know the bride and group? Like I, I actually haven't met them yet. 
I can't wait to meet them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just, I host a podcast that they like. So yeah, we're just here. Yeah. It'd be funny, man. It'd make for a good story for everybody, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, second part of the question, you guys feel like you don't have to, but second part of the question, you guys, I'm sure you get asked like, Hey, what about kids in the future? What do you, what do you tell them? Um, well, everyone thought we were pre- like, we were pregnant when we got married. Yeah. So like people yeah, kind of already just assumed. One thing I think I've learned in the past couple of years, now that my friends are starting to have kids is asking somebody that is actually pretty, a person is a pretty personal question. Especially if like that person's going through infertility struggles, which I think uh, a lot more people are dealing with than we realize at the age of 30 or even 28. So saying like, when are you going to get pregnant is can be like hurtful to people. So I didn't realize that when I was younger. And now that I have friends who are going through that have become a lot more sensitive to it and have learned to like, only talk about stuff like that if they bring it up first. Like I, of course, want to know when my friends are going to get pregnant and like have kids. I actually have like six friends right now who are pregnant. But it's such a personal thing and I wish it wasn't. I wish that some of the stigma around infertility and miscarriages were was not there. I think people would feel better probably talking about it, but you just never know what somebody's going through. So I already kind of hate this question. Um, not her question. I I'm agree. just saying people saying that, but at the same time, I get asked this all the time. Uh, people are like, now you're done with school. Now you're 30. Like, when are you getting pregnant? And you're like, uh, can I live my life? Like, I, I think a good way to handle this is to just be like, you know, we're on our own plan. When we're ready, we're ready. Like just find some canned answer that you want to say and tell people that. Cause it's really none of their business. And it, I don't think I can do canned answer. I mean, if it's coming from your parents, that's one thing to be like, if you're related to me, you're allowed to ask me that. Right. If you're not related to me and I come back to you with like maybe kind of a rude answer or I don't really take that question all that well. It's not personal, but like, I mean, it is personal, but like, just don't ask that. I, it's just something I never want to be asked by anybody unless they're like invested in my life. And right. I mean, not just invested, but like, you know, somebody that my parents might want to be grandparents. Like my sister might want to be yeah. an aunt, like that kind of thing. But when it, yeah, comes, it's, when it it's comes not to- a small talk conversation. It's no. like, yeah, if you just, if you see someone for the first time in like, a, you know, six months, you're catching up, you can't bring that up because it, it, you don't, like, like you said, Sally, Maybe they miscarried recently and right. they don't want to you know it's like a very sensitive subject, obviously. Yeah. So it's, I didn't it's, realize, it's way too personal. I didn't realize how many people like how, the struggles that people went through. Cause you never saw, you never saw that as kids. You never saw it in your twenties and like until you yeah. have friends and people that are close to you that are struggling with it, you just never realize. And it's like, it's just scary. Um, to answer her question though. Yes, I get it a lot. I got it a lot when we got married because people thought we were pregnant. Um, And it's a total invasion of privacy. And it doesn't get better when you actually are pregnant. I feel like all my friends complain about how people just like touch their bellies or be like, oh, you're massive. Like you must be due soon. Like commenting on a woman's weight when she's pregnant is not a not a (laughs) smart idea. Don't do it. But I think you have 
full authority to be like, um, it's really none of your business or even say like, we're not sure yet. Like, and just <clears throat> drop it, like give a, a tone to be like, you need to drop it. Stop asking me. And if it's your parents, like be honest with them. Like we're not in that stage of life yet. We'll let you know when we are. I have this irrational fear of are you saying like asking someone if they're pregnant and, and they're not pregnant. So even if, even if someone is so obviously pregnant, I'm like eight and a half, nine months pregnant and their stomach is out to here. I still just act like they look like their normal self. Cause I'm just terrified of, of saying like, you know, are you pregnant? Like, Oh no, actually I just gained a bunch of weight. Um, even though when, it's obvious when a, uh, you know, a woman is super pregnant, yeah. I just can't bring myself to acknowledge never. When I was little, my dad um, did that to a customer of his and it did not go well. Yeah. He, he mm-hmm. commented and it, I think he commented in a way, cause I think it was a good customer. They were friendly and stuff. And like, I think he asked when she was due and it was like record scratch. I mean, somebody was telling uh-huh. me a story the other day about they were at a party and one of their friends, I think it was one of my sisters, had a newborn baby, like a five-week-old baby. And someone was like, oh, my God, you're pregnant again? And she was holding the newborn. She just hadn't lost the baby weight yet. Like, you guys, <laughs> you cannot Yikes. ask someone if they're pregnant or about their body unless they bring it up first. Stop doing this. Yeah. Dylan, I do the same thing as you. It doesn't matter. They could be in labor, and I still am not going to be like, oh, you're pregnant. Like, it's just, nope. Not saying a word. Yeah. I'm, I'm just terrified of it. Yeah. You like, don't need to ask unless you like are witnessing a baby come out of them. So, and hopefully you're not doing <laughs> yeah. that a lot. It's just too much. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sorry to this girl. It's, it's annoying to be in that stage of life. We're, we're right there. Well, with you. Sally, I will say as we just booked, I mean, who knows if we're even gonna be able to do it, but we just booked a vacation up to see uh, my family in Michigan uh, around the time when we were supposed to get married. And something tells me that we're going to be getting that question from a lot of people uh, that are in my family. I'm just going to be like, no, I got fat during quarantine, you guys. <sighs> just scared. <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to that question from people. Oh, well. Or make up something. Be like, I hate kids. Or, you know, just something that makes somebody stop asking you. So, you know. what is it safe to ask? Like, do you guys want to have kids you, instead yeah. of when are you going to have kids? I think that is a way better like question to ask somebody a better approach i think definitely i like that because some people just flat out don't want to have kids and that of course that's right. fine that's and that's choice. the thing too so, like, like, society do you want kids? doesn't super like really accept people who don't want to have the like normal family situation yeah. so right. but what if they're just like nah and you're like oh, oh. again cool. it's, it's like asking how many people somebody slept with like if you're asking, you got to be okay with the answer. Yeah, they might, they might just tell you yeah. some truth. Like, no, nah, kids stink. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, man. What doesn't stink, fortunately for us, is uh, Manscaped. New sponsor alert, Dylan, if you want to chime in real quick. New sponsor alert. Actually, it's funny. I have it on ESPN right now in the background, and there was just a Manscaped commercial on, so how fitting. This has quickly turned into one of those sponsors, which I might sound like a broken record because I've just been loving our sponsors lately, but I ride for Manscaped quite hard. If you're not familiar with them, they are uh, they're trimming your nether regions down. I think that's a fair assumption mm-hmm. to uh, you know kind of paraphrase it that way. They're the only that's men's good. brand completely dedicated to below the waist grooming. 
So while you're, I don't know, you're probably looking for things to do at home. Why not make this part of your routine? I just got the new 3.0 in the mail. It is a major upgrade from the 2.0. So if you have the 2.0, I highly recommend, you know, testing the waters here. I love it. Uh, the lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof. It's a cordless body trimmer. And there's a ton of other in their 3.0 perfect package kit. They have a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. I mean, it's, it's just great. Dylan, you've gotten one in the mail. I'm not going to ask you to go into too much detail, but are you a fan? Yes, I, I have used it a couple of times now. I, I'm not afraid to admit that I, I keep it nice and trimmed down there. It's fantastic. It's super easy. It, it's it's uh, cordless, which is nice. There's a light. No, there's a light that guides light you. On it it it's self charge. It, it charges. It, it's I mean it's it's fantastic. It's so it's so convenient, is what it is. It's just I feel yeah. I'm not like I'm not going down like bare. I'm not going bare chest or anything like that or anywhere else. But I know I'm giving a little trim. You know, I like keeping just take the hedges down a little bit. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yep. You can subscribe to their perfect package and get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure that your trimmer is always fresh and clean for a limited time. Subscribers get not one, but two free gifts. The shed travel bag, which is $39 value add and the patented high performance anti-chafing manscape boxer briefs. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code Rosie at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and use the right tools for the job. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Rosie at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Rosie. Make playing with your balls the best part of your day. <laughs> Thanks, mm. Manscaped. Oh, yeah. Wow. Step right into the next one. All right. My company supplied me with PPE to wear when working in the field since Texas reopened. However, some of the people I work with in the field think the whole COVID thing is bullshit and they're pretty vocal about it. How do I keep myself safe when my job is to keep these same people happy? I'm a representative for my company and the mask shamers do not work at my company. Um, I, I, he didn't say it, but I'm, I'm in, imagining this guy is in the construction industry. Mm-hmm. I think you I, might be right. Yeah. Good old boy network, you know, why, why is wearing a mask? How, how did it become like politicized? Why, why, what's going on with that? Why is it like, like right wing, super right wing people are just so against that They think it's all conspiracy theory. I, I, I don't quite understand. Didn't a bunch of those, like a bunch of protesters, like didn't like 97% of some protests, like all of them got coronavirus and none of them were wearing masks. It's like, guys, <laughs> what are you doing? Stay home. Is this, is this the Trump effect? I mean, is it because he was like so dis- dismissive of it to, to begin? I mean, I, I just don't really, I don't know why, why politics are involved here. It's it, strange to me. It is weird. Um... But look, these people are... Ugh, who knows? They're just stuck in their ways and they're obnoxious. Uh, protect yourself, and you, you don't have to. Don't worry about what other people think. This it's it's literally a, it can be a matter of life and death. It's a life passing and death it situation. On to, do what? I? What'd you say? Well, I said. I mean, it's literally a life or death situation in in some ways. It really is. So if so, <laughs> if someone's gonna try and like make fun of you or talk you out of wearing a mask, I mean, fuck those people. Yeah, it's, it's absurd. I think that this is gonna. This question can be used in a broader sense because, besides this guy's workplace, like you're gonna, we're probably gonna be required to wear masks for a long time. Um, and 
having a stigma or uh, like there shouldn't be, I don't think there's a stigma against wearing a mask and the people who are refusing to do it or like getting all up in arms about having to do it. Let those people do what they want. Protect yourself. If you're at a restaurant and not putting food into your mouth, like wear a mask. If you're at the grocery store, wear a mask. If you're in public, wear a mask. You are what the point of the mask is to protect other people because if you have coronavirus, you could be what they call viral shedding. But if you're protecting yourself, you're more likely to not get it. So wear the mask, wash your hands. Honestly, I would try to not get super close to the people who aren't wearing masks. Like I wouldn't get within six feet of them or touch them. And if you do, Wash your hands. Like this you, guy's got to buddy up with these guys and just throw his company under the bus when no one's looking and just be like, yeah, dude, ball and, like they're making me wear this shit. I don't want to wear it. And like, <laughs> but you got to say like, yeah, dude, I got kids to feed. I got, I got, I got bills to pay, man. I can't get caught without this mask on. I need this job more than you guys need yours. Like you just got to, you got to put it out there. Like you're the, you're, you understand where they're coming from. You're not but a you're regular where, yeah. company representative. I wonder how many of these cool people one. understand that the main purpose of the mask is to protect others from your germs. Right. You know, I think, um, governor, governor Cuomo said yesterday or the day before, like wearing the mask is a sign of respect to like your other citizens. It really is. True. Yeah. But uh, the thing is people are going to be assholes. And like, like you said, Dylan, like politicize this whole situation. If you want to get involved in all that, feel free. Me personally, I'm just going to follow the rules and play along. And if you feel like they're being dicks to you, like you can totally make an excuse like Will said and be like, I have to for my company. But like you shouldn't have to defend your choice to wear a mask if that's what yeah. is being And just know that if you, if you think like you're just some tough, like tough guy who's going out in public without a mask, like you're, you're not being bold. You're actually, you're the one that's being really selfish because it's to keep your germs to yourself. Right. You're actually the one that's being reckless here. Oh, it's just, it's just so absurd. I kind of so like wear it. Like I wore it at the, the grocery store today and I was just like whistling, like talking to myself, like, and, and no one knows. <laughs> no one's got any clue. Well, it's all muffled. now it's like. Months ago in February, when people were wearing masks around, people were like, oh, why are they wearing a mask? Like, now it's the opposite. If you're out and somebody's not wearing a mask, you're like, oh, God, get away from yeah, me. Yeah, it's like, like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I finally I finally ordered some, like, legit nice ones that are coming in. Like, Where'd you get them I from? I don't know. It's fashionable. Um, some website. I forgot. But I got some. I got some legit ones that are on the way. Will's sister made us some cloth ones, and then I obviously have a bunch of surgical masks and some N95s yeah. that are I'm pretty sure don't work anymore because I've used them for like two weeks straight. But <laughs> I've gotten a lot yeah. of compliments on my mask, so I'm very happy about it. Good. You guys, want ready for a voicemail? Yeah. Yeah. I will say oh, this one's sad, guys. Yeah, we're gonna have to get positive. You know, we're gonna we need to put our positive pants on. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Just be ready. All right, here we go. What's up, Dylan? Um, just probably needed to get some off my chest. Um, been trying to stay pretty positive through all this COVID shit, and uh, the weight of all of it kind of hit me this morning. It's my senior year in college. I'm 
missed my last semester pretty much. I've missed a lot of lifelong friends in 21 and, you know, a lot of shit you really want to be a part of. Um, and, you know, now after this semester, I'm moving back in with my parents because my job fell through. I don't get to walk at graduation, so, uh, yeah. Fuck, man. Like I said, been pretty positive, trying to, to stay productive and keep it out of mind, but, you know, that shit hit like a ton of bricks this morning, so, uh, I don't know. Thanks for, uh, being a member of the car, I guess. Yeah. You weren't kidding. I know, man. He he broke up at the end there and started. Uh, it, I know he was kind of hard hard to understand throughout that, but basically he said like he's he's graduating college and of course COVID threw a wrench and all that and he didn't get to go through all the the regular you know graduation stuff ceremony and the parties with friends and and all that stuff. His job fell through. He has to move in with his parents, and he's just basically, I guess, just depressed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, I didn't really think of, like, obviously, like, this situation can be hard on everybody, and it is. It's, it's in one way or another, everyone's being affected by this. But, gosh, I didn't put much thought into people who are graduating from college because not only do they, do they have to miss their whole, basically, final semester, which is a fun time. And like he said, like all the, the graduation stuff that's so cool and, and family and getting come see you and all that. But he's entering an economy that's just no, no one's no one's getting jobs right now. No. This is that's tough. I didn't think about people who are graduating college too much. Um, I, I feel for this kid. I don't know. We actually talked about this the other day, Will and I, with a couple of my friends from college. Um while we were social distancing in their backyard. And one of my friends said, he was like, this would suck if you were a high school senior or a college senior. Like, it would really suck. And I totally get it because I think about the memories that you make, like, in those times and how hard it is to, like, be missing all of that. And then on top of that, like you don't really have a ton to look forward to. You know, it's not like you're moving to a new city and getting a job. The one thing I will say, and I don't know how comforting this is going to be, but everyone is going through this. Um, And so at least you can like commiserate with your other friends from afar. Like I'm sure many of this guy's friends are in a very similar situation. And I think that we're going to see at the end of this, like you're going to make everyone adapts to these situations. So I think even though it sucks right now and everything's kind of hitting you at once, like you're not going to get to walk and you're going to have to go move in with your parents. There is like some good that's going to come out of this. It's just hard to see it right now. And I think everyone's going to learn how to adapt and survive and maintain friendships. Um, to get out on the other side of this thing. You know, I think too, like yeah. the job thing is really difficult. I, I think so many people are going through that right now. Um, 
And I, I mean, I, I'm kind of going through that right now. I haven't lost a job, but I took a big pay cut. I think that's a tough pill to swallow, but we have to like have faith that at the end of this, like the economy is going to pick back up and we're going to find new opportunities. Yeah. I, I think your first point was uh, kind of the main takeaway is that like we're all going through it together. So you got to try to take comfort in that. I mean, obviously it's affecting some people more than others, but everyone who's graduating with you and surely you have a bunch of friends you know, that are graduating with you at the same time, try to just stay in communication with them, connect with them. And, and y'all, I don't know, form some kind of support group, I guess it's tough, but it's at least it's not like it's an isolated thing. That's just affecting you. That would be tougher. Mm -hmm. It's literally the entire world is being affected by this. So, um, and I don't try to be mindful of that saying that I don't want to marginalize how upset this guy is either. Like just cause we're all going through it doesn't mean it's tough. Yeah. Not, especially tough on him, but it's just easier going through stuff with other people. You know? Exactly. Well, and we don't know the guy's situation either. I mean, I don't, without knowing anything about his family or friends or anything like that. I mean, he sounds healthy. Hopefully his family and friends are healthy. And like at this point, you can't really ask for too much more than that. Uh, you just, I mean, you just have to adapt. It's like, it's, it's a brutal situation. It's, I know a lot of people, uh, I mean, like think about 10 years ago, or I guess like 12 years ago when like the economy fell out, how many people struggled with that? It's like, I mean, that was obviously not affecting as many people as this is, but I mean, it, a lot of people have gone through this stuff before and come out stronger. So I'm like, it'll be fine. It'll all be fine for him, but it's just going to take a little bit to, you know, trudge through the crap and not, it's, it's just going to be weird to not have that normal post-grad um, kind of routine that everyone seems to go through and his is just going to be totally different. And that's might not be a bad thing. Yeah. I, I mean, there is a light at the end of the tunnel too. I don't think this thing is going to last like super long. I mean, it, it's going to have residual effects for a while. Sure. But things will get back to, you know, relative normalcy and hopefully, you know, by the end of the year. Yeah. Right? But also I like mean, it sucks. But it's just not like it's going to last forever. Don't feel bad about feeling bad. Like, take the time to do the five stages of grief. Like, if you're depressed right now, be depressed. Like, give yourself some grace to feel everything and don't feel like you have to be positive or productive. Like, wallow for a little bit and then pick yourself back up. Like, commiserate with other people and start to move on, you know? Well said. Yeah. You guys ready for this next one? Yeah. It's a long it's a long question, so don't mind it if I uh, take the spot. I had to trim it down, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's up, Malin Squad? My girlfriend and I have been on the fitness train for about six months, but she hasn't seen results. <clears throat> Along with exercise, she eats healthy, but is starting to get discouraged. While she's eating healthy foods, I think she's overeating in quantity, and that's maybe what's getting in the way. This combined with drunk overeating on shitty food over the weekends. Problem is, I'm not really having trouble losing weight at six foot three and an ex-college football player. I'm naturally a bigger guy, and our weekend binges don't affect me as much. I've run into the issue in the past relationships and learned I can't just tell her what she's doing wrong without coming off like a dick and ruining her motivation. How do I explain I know she's trying hard, but maybe needs to cut back on the portions? For the record, I love her to death, and this isn't a deal breaker. Just tired of her being unconfident and unmotivated from a lack of progress. 
Um, I think that y'all need to take on the the same lifestyle. Um, and what I know y'all are already like working out together and stuff. But what I mean by that is you are, you eat a lot over the weekends with her when y'all get drunk or whatever. Um, maybe you need to stop doing that too. If you want her to change, maybe y'all just kind of like a, you know, solidarity kind of thing. And uh, like, hey, let's go to the gym together. Let's cook this meal together. Oh, let's not go. Let's not order pizza at 11 o'clock at night after we've been drinking that kind of thing. Um, I don't really, I don't really know what else to do here. Because this is so typical. Like when yeah, male, but- this is just a normal female thing. Like when males want to lose weight, it happens quickly. Females have a lot more going on. It's harder for us to lose weight. It's harder for us to like get the body we want. I will say this. There could be a couple things going on that are medical. And so if she is really frustrated and not seeing any progress, maybe suggest her going to a doctor and like getting her thyroid checked. Um, the, the one that does two things. Like one, she may have like a thyroid problem or some sort of metabolic, like metabolic disorder or something that she needs to get checked out. But also like her talking through with it with a doctor and saying like, having to be honest with herself and be like, well, I do drink and then I eat afterwards. Like that's an opportunity for someone else to tell her like, Hey, maybe cut out the drinking and then we'll see how it goes. Like in a couple months, I just think, um, I mean, you never know. There could be something medical going on or she could just be overeating. I mean, this guy at least sounds like he's coming from a positive place. Right. You know, it's, it's really no, difficult. Is. I, especially when you're the one who's like trying, but not seeing the results to have someone else tell you what to do. Cause it's working for them. And the one thing I found with like dieting and exercising is you really have to be self-motivated enough to find what works for you and like get the noise out. But I do think like, if she gets, if she's to the point where she's like asking you for advice, say something like, let's go to a nutritionist or let's see a doctor, like give it to the hands of a professional who can like help her find a way to be happy in her own body, you know, because I like, I would say if, if she was not unhappy and just working out and still not making any change. Like that's fine. If she's happy, she's happy, but mm-hmm. she seems unhappy. So I don't know. That's my advice. I think it's, it's going to be hard for this guy to tell her like, Oh, you need to eat less. Cause like, it's not going to work. Yeah. It's not, not going to work. Off. Well, I think that's a, that's a great uh, response, Sally. And let me, I'll add that, Personally, one of the best motivators for me is when I see like actual change in my body. Um, if I if I notice that I'm you know be getting in better shape or whatever, it it makes me like crave getting back in the gym again. And I'm bringing this up because maybe you challenge her to like some kind of like hardcore like two week crash diet or something. Not crash diet. Well, not a crash like, diet. Maybe like maybe like a whole thirty <laughs> yeah. paleo. Or Dylan's like a out here like no, you're eating celery yeah. for a week. Yeah, the master cleanse. Yeah, I use, a, I use the wrong diet. wrong term there. Yeah, some kind of cleanse or just something something that's gonna like like almost foolproof to get results, right? And then if she sees like oh if I if I do change my diet, this is what can happen. And for me, 
that's like the ultimate motivator when it comes to working out. Yeah. It's just actual I think results. Will and I are different that in that I like like a person telling me like even a trainer, like it doesn't have to be a doctor or a nutritionist, like a, even a trainer who's like, if y'all start going to training together and your trainer, like for me, I need someone else that's not my significant other to get involved. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of women are like that. It's like, you don't want your significant other to say anything to you because then you think that they don't find you attractive and you kind of don't give a shit if your mom says anything to you. Cause you're just like, Oh, she's being my mom. But like, if somebody whose whole like profession is health and wellness and fitness, like you're I, for me, at least I'm more likely to listen to what they're saying than like, will. yeah. But like, I mean, like she said, her and I are totally different. Like I don't like will doesn't want to go to no, a trainer. I don't want to go to trainer. I don't want to be talked to while I'm working out. Don't talk to me. I've never, I've never gone to a trainer. I, it's it's not, absolutely not for me. I do love the idea of like, not, I don't love the idea, but I, I'm getting humor out of the idea of like this girl, like this guy, like he, he tells her to crash diet. She's like in the hospital. And then like, well. they're just, they're just like, they're like, Oh man, what happened to Janie? And it's like, well, this podcast I listened to recommended that we just don't eat for a week. Stop. I don't, I used the wrong term. <laughs> I even admitted it. Shut up. Uh, no, I get it motivates though. motivates her. And help her stay motivated. Yeah, I really like what Dylan said in the beginning, and I didn't think about it that way. Like you, absolutely. If you're over, if you guys are drunk over eating on weekends, you got to stop. Like, like you yeah. said, you're a six foot three football player, and she's like your yeah. your girlfriend. Like, you can't have the same diet. That's not how it works. This actually, and even if you're not, even if you're not aware of it, you tend to take on the lifestyle of the person like of the person you're with. Um, when I, I started dating Lauren, she is a freak about what she eats and she works out almost too much. And it like, it just makes me like, I don't know, like I'm challenged to want to keep up with her. I, I don't. She does way more than I do. Eats much healthier than I do. But it makes me like want to stay in shape more. It's crazy. Yeah. Sally, Sally's a very healthy eater for the most part. I mean, she has her Popeyes and Pizza Hut or not Pizza Hut. I don't fucking know. I pizza would never trips. eat Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut slaps. Everyone knows that. But Sally's a very healthy eater largely. And luckily for me, I've always liked healthy food. I don't like feeling like crap after I eat something. And so we've always matched up pretty well in terms of diet. But we still have those times when we don't drunk eat, but we definitely... We do we, know a couple... We ate a family meal of Popeyes this weekend, so... We do know a couple who eats like... The wife like eats like basically vegan. And she thinks that her husband does too. And he like sneaks meals. He has like five meals a day <laughs> and two of them are just like him because he's a huge dude. So yeah, like he'll he just can't be walking just, like, home from work and like stop and get like a pizza and eat it. And yeah. Home. Because he like he can't eat like that in front of her because she's really strict and like not strict, but like doesn't keep food like that in their house. I've watched him like do. take down two gurney sandwiches before. No one, aggressively. That's a niche. That's a niche reference. Two sandwiches. Okay. Ready for the next one? Last question, guys. Last question. Yeah, last last question. Let's do it. All right. Hey, y'all. Love the pod. My boyfriend didn't want to do anything for his birthday this year, so we didn't do anything. However, I really take my birthday seriously and love having people over for a big party. My boyfriend is saying that since I didn't do anything for his birthday, he shouldn't have to do anything for my birthday. He's saying that even if I have people over for my birthday, he won't be there. Am I overreacting? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> wow. Um. 
Okay, this sounds like this guy is just a total jerk. I do want to hear both sides of the story. I think this guy's doing a bit. I feel like he's just messing with she it. Says, she says that she takes her birthday very seriously. She strikes me as the kind who celebrates maybe all month long, birthday which month. is really excessive. And in that case, like you get like, I'll give you a few days to celebrate, right? Especially on your birthday, of course, we're going we're gonna to blow it out and do whatever you want. But I'm not going to celebrate all month long with you. I'm sorry. What if this guy, what if he like, what if he's planning this like I elaborate surprise party behind your back and she's just like airing him out to like her favorite podcast? I hope that's the case because that's <laughs> the only way that this behavior is acceptable. He's like, dude, what the hell? I. This sounds like a total asshole right I now. I pretend like I'm not a big birthday person, but then like the day of, I get like really upset if people haven't like gone out of their way. But really, that's like really only the day of. I definitely know people who like celebrate all month. And those are the friends that like I put a lot of effort into like making sure that they know that I know it's their birthday. I threw Sally a surprise 30th birthday this year. And she was like kind of like cold to me all day before we actually got to the birthday party. Because I think she thought we were just going to like dinner. And I was just like, man, if she knew that I had all this stuff going on, that I've been running around town running these errands trying to like text people behind her back. I was like, she would have no idea. And she was just like, I mean, it paid off. Yeah. Here's the, here's my issue with it. He said he didn't want anything. He can't expect the same thing from her. And the comment, if you have people over, I'm not going to be there is such a (laughs) asshole. That's why I think he's doing a bit. Like yeah. that's so that's rude. That's why I want to hear the other side of this. Yeah, I think I, I, I think there's something something's missing here. No one is that cold. Like, nah, I'm not going. I'm not going to your birthday. I, I'm, imagining, is that cold. I'm imagining him holding back laughter as he's saying, like, no, if you have people over there, I'm not going. Okay. Well, we have to like work under the ex- assumption that he's not doing a bit and throwing her a surprise party. And if that's the case and you take your birthday this seriously, like you need to let him know that this is not okay. No. And not going to fly. I mean, I'm not saying she needs to take what she can get. But, like, also, don't let a birthday celebration ruin your relationship. No, I, I totally disagree with you. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I, like... As the guy who doesn't like celebrating his birthday very much. And as the girl who got mad because she didn't have a surprise party on her 30th. But you know that I wanted a surprise party and you threw me one. I mean, right? So, like... I'm just a baller-ass husband. Okay, but if, if you... You love me, so you did what makes me happy. This guy is in a relationship with a girl who cherishes her birthday. Like as the part of the, like part of your relationship is making your partner happy. Like she did what he wanted. Now he needs to do what she wanted. So let me just say, if your birthday passes and he doesn't throw you a surprise party or do something nice for you, then I think that you are warranted in saying like, you fucked up. This is not acceptable. This is a big deal to me. You hurt my feelings. Dylan, do you do you blow, do you blow it out for people's birthdays? Like, are you a good birthday um, person to be around? I'm not a good uh, gift giver, but I I do I do try to make them feel you know special and like I, like I've been thinking about it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I try. Okay. I, 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 sometimes I swing and miss on gifts though. But my, my heart's always in the right place. This is funny to me. I I just imagine like this girl planning this elaborate birthday party, having, you know, forty of her best friends there and they show up and they're like, 
wait, where's Carl? Uh, he, he didn't want to come. Right. <laughs> Carl's right. walking out the so door funny. with one of those like foldable mini coolers with like exactly six beers in it. And he's just going to go walk, uh, walk his fun. local course. Like, yeah, see you guys later. Please clean up. That's the thing. So if that's truly what's happening, that's a dick move <laughs> and something needs to be said to him. And I think that you think that I'm overreacting no, right now, I Will. <laughs> But, like, if you did that to me, I would be so fuming, pissed, like, grounds for breaking up. I have faith in Carl. I think Carl's going to knock her birthday out of the park. <laughs> I think she's going to have an absolute He's celebration. Also, does she not realize that we're in the middle of a pandemic and she can't have a giant-ass party? Like, where's your She head said at, have some people over. Like, you can have people over. Yeah, I mean, you can go have a backyard, you know, distancing party. But like you gotta you gotta temper your expectations a little bit during this pandemic. Dude, he's just so out. He's so out on her birthday. I I need <laughs> her to follow up with us after her birthday and let us know what happens. Uh, I I don't want her to be like proven wrong in the mean way. I just want her to be proven wrong so that Carl gets some redemption here. He's got I can't something up his sleeve. He's saying that even if I do have people over, he won't be there. That is so egregious to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think I'm, like, I'm going to start using that. I'm going to start using that I argument for getting stuff. so pissed just thinking about this. I Sally's going to be like, Hey, like we got to throw our friend to like a, a, a shower. And it's like, well, I don't want to throw a shower. That sounds like kind of inconvenience. And then like the further we go down, I'm just going to start being like, no, I'm not even going to show up if you do it. it sounds terrible. Incredible. Incredible. Yep. Good for him. So rude. Stand your ground. Okay. That, was, that was the last one. I, I had fun. Uh, hopefully y'all did too. Did you guys have a good time? I had a always, great time. Always. You guys don't do bonus questions anymore? Or am I just not around for them? What's the deal? Ask a bonus Sally question. She's been letting me down lately. Will? Do you have one? Um, I've been really? asking bonus questions. I just haven't been asking them at the end. I've been asking them like mid-podcast related sure. to other questions. So yeah, I didn't. Like, I didn't have any. I didn't have anything in the hopper for that. I didn't think that you guys would turn it around on me. Yeah. What's in your? Is that hand sanitizer? Sally? That's all hand sanitizer. Yeah. So they yeah. actually did that. Yeah, the, yeah, that's not even all of it. My my dad took some, and uh, <laughs> I thought that was gonna like literally gonna be a joke. I no. would love some hand sanitizer. Oh, come through. Yeah, Dylan's he, got he, enough. You can just can carry we an armful. Bring out of Rosie here. over to play with Stella. Socialize her yeah. a little bit. She's vaccinated. Yeah, so yeah, Rosie's hella vaccinated. She doesn't have the Rona either, yeah, she's and she's double vaccinated. She's not, well, that. she's not double vaccinated anymore because that was a year ago, but she is due to go <laughs> okay. get her other rattlesnake vac vaccine. All right, let's get something on the books then. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm down. All right, folks. All right. Well, love you. Uh, the hotline number before we get out of here 888 362 6245. The link in the Twitter bio is where you can write in at Mail Podcast. That's all for this week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.